Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. 2022, uh, let's be fair, hasn't been that kind to the Warriors. Uh, currently sitting 14th on the ladder with six wins from 23 games, sitting two points clear of their next and final opponent, though, for the season, and that is the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, the last time the Warriors wrapped up this season against the Titans, things got uh, a little bit heated, to say the least. But in front of a packed-out Mount Smart Stadium, no doubt they'll be looking to repay the faith to those fans and their generous sponsor, Vodafone, who are picking up the tab on the tickets. And uh, joining us uh, now is uh, Warriors defence coach uh, Justin Morgan. Justin has joined us a-, a lot throughout the year, and we're very thankful for that. Justin, uh, welcome back to the show. It's been a tough old season for the club, but uh, Cam George mentioned uh, on one of our shows during the week that the players have been packing up and shipping over their belongings from Australia this week, which puts a bit of a full stop on everything. Yeah, Smitty, yeah, thanks for having me on, mate. Great to talk to you. Yeah, it's a little bit of a you know, finality of uh, what's been a... You know, I suppose a you know, eventful three seasons, you know. Um, obviously, I know for me personally, we're over there in March 2020 and the only times that I've returned is for the games over the last um, five or six weeks. So, yeah, lots of packing up, lots of excess baggage um, on the plane coming over. We had a bit of a delay yesterday, so we got in a little bit later than anticipated. We're just on the bus at the moment on the way to Captain's Run. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. So Hopefully we can finish the season with a win. You know, it's, it's been, as you mentioned, not, a, not the greatest season um, so far. But uh, yeah, if we can we can lead with a with a victory. Um, you know, that'll you know, put a smile on all the people that are going to be there for the last game. Yeah, certainly. Well, it sounds like there's a, a good feeling in the bus. Uh, what about the, the vibe amongst the team uh, as they see the end in sight? Yeah, look, you know, there is a there's a decent vibe. Obviously, a lot of guys really excited about coming home. You know. Um, and for the guys that haven't lived in, in Auckland before, you know, it's a, it's a new adventure for those guys. There's a number of guys that have signed for the club over the last few years that haven't had an opportunity to, to live in the great city of Auckland. So um, they're really excited about starting a new adventure as well. So some of those guys, uh, they won't be going back to Australia after the weekend. They've packed up their houses. They've, you know, they've brought their families and their partners and over and um, they'll be starting a new life over here. Obviously, have a little bit of a break after the season. Um, there'll be a number of players that will be heading off to the World Cup. So... Yeah, they're in pretty good spirits, you know, considering, um, you, know, you know, what's been happening over the past, you know, 12 months or so. Um, so, yeah, a lot of excitement, a lot of anticipation towards a, a big game tomorrow. So um, we're super grateful for Vodafone for picking up the tabs of those last lot of tickets to, to make it a sellout. So we're appreciative of that. <coughs> Season, yeah, as I say, the season doesn't finish till uh, the final hooter tomorrow. So, uh, from a Warriors point of view, how important do you think? How important do you think to finish on a on a note against a side that you are favourites to beat? 
Yeah, extremely. Obviously, you mentioned, you know, uh, in the lead up there that it was a, and we played them in the last game last year, and, a, you know, it, it sort of left a very, you know, poor taste in everyone's mouth the way we finished. You know, we, we much probably lost our level of discipline at different stages and put in a very, very poor performance at their home ground. So, um, we, we, we're obviously playing at Mount Smart. Um, I think it's fair to say that when we've played there this year, that we've put in good performances. You know, obviously beat the Tigers, beat the Bulldogs, put in a decent performance against the Storm, um, unable to get the victory, but certainly not a you know an embarrassing performance. So we need to make sure we cap off the homecoming series with with a victory. Um, you know, we expect the Tides to play a free flowing type of football. You know, we've seen that the last few weeks, a lot of high scoring games. So it'll be important for us to uh, to, to make sure that. You know, I don't like using the phrase "expect the unexpected," but uh, you know, um, we'll, we'll certainly be expecting that they move the football a lot, especially in their own end, and um, they've got nothing to lose. But you know, what we can't do is we can't go into the game, you know, with a loose attitude. So it's important that our attitude's right, um, and we and we earn the right. If we want to play football, we've got to earn the right. We've got to run hard first, um, you know, win some field position, and then you know, hopefully the game will open up, you know, as as time time rolls on. How do you def- uh, strategise your defence in terms of a side that w- wants to play open football, run the ball around, back up the big numbers? Yeah. So how do you strategise going into that? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a really good point. What we've spoken about this week, is it's important that you just keep moving all the time because you know you, you might be defending on the left-hand side of the field, the ball goes to the other side, there's a really good chance the ball will come back. They've got a lot of players in the team that... You know, they're, they're instinctive type players, and I'm talking Brimson, you know, you know, big Tino, um, you know, he just runs the space, uh, Campbell at the back. So it's important that we stay connected as a, as a team. Um, it's not the structure that I think of the opposition that's going to cause us problems. It's going to be when we're dishonest defensively. So, you know, that means making sure we're moving up on the short side when we feel the ball's going away from us, doing our job at marker, you know, making sure that we're rocking out at marker and, and filling the space when the ball goes away from us. When the ball gets kicked, um, you know, keep moving. So, you know, honesty's uh, you know, honesty in defence is going to be a really important thing for us tomorrow night. The other thing, of course, is being at home, and it is now, it must almost start to feel like home for some of these players who had never experienced Mount Smart before. Uh, is, it, is it important that you build it a, a fortress-like thing and make it your base now going forward so you defend it as such? Yeah, and that's what we've missed over the last couple of years. Apart from all the pathways and you know the opportunity to have, to have a home and, and, and sort of you know go to the home ground, we've missed having a fortress or having a place that's difficult for opposition teams to come. You know, it's been a, it was a bit of a novelty for, for teams over the last couple of years to come up to Terrigal and and play at a nice stadium up there that that doesn't regularly get used for NRL for all the teams. So there's a bit of an advantage. Some of the teams use that as a bit of an opportunity for a camp away. Uh, then we're obviously up at Redcliffe, which is the home ground of um, the new team next year. So you know, we're only we're only temporarily in there. So we're like we're like more renting. So you know you can't put pictures up on the wall and all those types of things like when you rent a house. So um, now that now that we're coming back to Mount Smart, you know, with a number of players that have come to our club, and I know being involved in different clubs as well, but it's always traditionally been a difficult place to come and play. Firstly, the crowd. It's a very boisterous crowd. It's a crowd that that um, you know gets right on top of you, and it's very very loud. Um, the, the, the field itself is, you know, is quite unique. You know, it can get quite slippery at night time, so that puts a little bit of a negativity in opposition's minds at different stages. And and again, we need to make sure that that it's difficult for teams to to, to come to Mount Smart and, and and win games. You know, we need to we need we need teams not to look forward to coming to Mount Smart, not looking forward to coming to Mount Smart. Saying, oh, it's a good chance for us to get away and and, and so forth. So um, you know, we can start to build that. 
you know, uh, starting tomorrow. And I think it's fair to say the first three games in the homecoming series have been reasonably good. Um, we can top that off again tomorrow. And then, you know, obviously go into the off-season with some some, some fresh ideas and, and obviously, you know, on the back of that with the mindset of making sure Mount Smart is a, is a, is a fortress for 2023. Of course, tomorrow will be uh, Stacey Jones's last uh, game as the interim head coach. Results aside, how do you think Stacey has, has grown in this uh, caretaker role? Yeah, look, he, I know he's really enjoyed certain parts of it, but like in any job, there's parts you don't enjoy. Um, I've certainly loved uh, working with him. Um, you know, I've never worked with Stacey. Where he's been the head coach before. Obviously, worked with him on a number of different teams, you know, when we've both been assistants. So... Um, look, I, I think uh, he will take you out of a, a lot of experiences, understanding you know, uh, the viewpoint um, you know, from a different point in the office, so to speak. You know, when you've got to make the final decisions, you've got to talk to players about not being selected, etc. So that's never you know, a fun part of the job. But I know he's really embraced that. I think um, you know, being a Kiwi legend and, and obviously a Warriors legend, um, you know, that, that's that's. You know, he's sort of ticked all the boxes now, hasn't he? You know, he's, he's played for the club, he's, he's coached at the club, he's now been the head coach of the club. So I think he's done a wonderful job uh, under very trying circumstances. Um, firstly, it's always difficult when your head coach gets sacked. It's never easy to step into the fray because, you know, for the, the weeks preceding that, you're working your backside off to make sure he keeps his job and we win games and all those types of things. And all of a sudden, that's taken away and the mood around the place is always, you know, quite negative when somebody loses their job. So he's kept the group together, um, you know, and especially with, you know, we're at the end of the three-year series. So the tolerance level of a lot of people, you know, players, staff, about lots of different things, about not being at home and not being with their families and so forth, you know, has, has been has been really heightened because of the situation. He's handled that really well. You know, in a, in a situation that has been really difficult to handle, uh, firstly, a team playing poorly and not winning, and secondly, a team away from home. He's handled all the, the curveballs that have been thrown his way. So he's been very inclusive with um, with all his decision-making, which is um, something that you know, all the staff have really enjoyed. So um, I know he's enjoyed it, and, and I'm sure he and I will enjoy a couple of cold ones tomorrow after, after the final game. And... Yeah, and reminisce on the season that was, and um, and more importantly, look forward to what's going to be 2023. Deservedly so as well, I would imagine. I hope there's more than just a couple of them for you, uh, yeah. for your sake, Justin. Hey, let's talk. More than a couple. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's talk about uh, uh, the side specifically for uh, this weekend's encounter. Of course, uh, Sean Johnson has, has been named despite uh, a little calf niggle against the Panthers. How's he looked this week? He's only fifty-fifty. To be fair, he's got a little bit of a um, you know, final run to do here at Captain's Run. Um, we're hopeful, but we're we're not you know we're not putting our hopes on it. Hence, we've got Dejan Arcy in the twenty in the twenty-two man squad. So. Um, if, if Sean's no good, he'll just slot into that position there. Um, obviously, Marcelo, um, you know, battling with his knee as well. So we've got a couple of bumps and bruises to some outside backs. So there might be some shuffling around of, of the team in that situation. But uh, we're hopeful. But um, certainly our forward pack, I don't think it will change. But there might be some changes in the back line based on uh, how guys pull up for training today. OK, so you've got you and Aiken, Jesse Arthurs and Wade Egan uh, returning to the side for the last hit-out. So there's some experience and injection there at just the right time. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and, and that was you know, that was part of the, the, the reason for the selection. Uh, Jesse hasn't played for a few weeks, but he's experienced. Um, Ewan obviously missed last week and is arguably in our best player all year. Um, you know, I think we have got in our awards night tomorrow and uh, certainly he'll be in the running for the player of the year, Ewan Aiken. He's been fantastic for us and... And Wade Egan was close to making the side last week and, you know, unfortunately, um, 
you know, he, he missed out. So having his experience in the middle of the field won't put as much pressure on Freddie. And, and if Tanella does make the final 17, it won't put as much pressure on those young hookers. So great to have those three. They're definitely starters, all those three. So, um, yeah, looking forward to those guys coming back and adding some experience for us. Justin, the draw for next year has uh, has pretty much been announced to the uh, the effect anyway that the Warriors know they're getting just nine home games at Mount Smart Stadium next year. Uh, are you a little bit surprised by only nine? Yeah, a little bit surprised. I know there's been a lot of talk, you know, among, amongst the chief executives and you know the other clubs, considering you know uh, the relocation that, that our club is and the sacrifices that our club, not only the, the people that are involved, but also for our owner, you know. Um, you know, he, he's the owner of the club. He's got to stump up the bills. And, you know, to relocate a team to, to Australia for three years, um, you know, that's not ideal in any business model. So um, I, I would have thought that we might have got a few more home games. And I, and I thought that we might have got, you know, a couple of teams come to us and say, look, you know, we, we'll take our home game to somewhere in New Zealand and, and, and maybe, you know, have a, a total of 15 or 16, um, maybe even, you know, up to 20 games in New Zealand. But... I don't think that's the case. I would have liked to have had a few more at Mount Smart, but you know, when the crunch, when it comes to the crunch, you know, most most clubs just look after themselves. They just want to make sure that the best deal for themselves. But um, a little bit disappointed. But we will just have to make sure that when they come here, it's a difficult place to win. Um, we will have to make the home, home ground a fortress like it was. You know, um, back all those years when when it first started. And back I remember in the early 2000s, it was a really difficult place for teams to come and play. So um, that'll be our goal. Obviously, we've got a new coach here coach coming in next year um a, a few new staff members as well so that'll be nice and positive for us and uh, bring some fresh ideas and you know train nice and hard from from november onwards because we're back nice and early um early november train hard you know get our head down and, and make sure we start the season well if we start the season well next year um you know we all know what that's like it just makes it a little bit easier as you roll on so um, we'll be working really hard. You know, we've already started to make some plans for you know for, for November and some of the changes that we're going to make, and um, you know, with, with some new players coming in as well, that'll uh, add a new dynamic as well. Um, with that in mind, um, what does the off season look like uh, for yourself, uh, Justin? In, in that respect, I mean, how much of an off season do you have? For instance, have you had contact with Andrew Webster uh, already about next year? I mean, uh, Andrew McFadden comes in as a recruitment coach. Do you have uh, consultations with him about the defensive side of things? So, how long is your break, and how 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 quickly will you start to replan? Yeah, I already had several conversations with Andrew Webster um, on the telephone. Very conscious of not taking him away from Penrith. That's his current employer at the moment, and, and he's obviously got a, a tough job to do there. So, But we have, uh, on his days off, had some conversations around um, the structure of next year and, and, and what we'll be looking to, to improve. And um, obviously caught up with him a couple of times when I've been in Sydney um, just for, you know, for a quick catch-up. Um, I know Webby quite well. I worked with him in the UK for for seven years we're at the same club um so uh, i know his style he knows my style um so uh in terms of andrew mcfadden he, that's mostly more for for cameron george to spend some time with him he's obviously going to be looking after the pathways and the and 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 uh the recruitment so again he's obviously currently contracted to canberra so I have to be careful not to to tread on toes there but i'm sure that cameron and um and andrew webster have been talking to him um at length uh, so I'll have a little bit of a break. I'm going to go back. Um, my family is in uh, in Australia, so I'll go back after the game um, on Sunday, uh, spend a week there, have um, a couple of weeks uh, break, um, 
um, with my partner, and then uh, then I'll be back uh, sort of early no early October, mid October, and you know, ready to hit the ground running. I know that as a staff we'll be we'll be meeting mid October to, to to nut out some plans, um, and then the the boys will be back training um, early November. Um, so I think it's the first of November or something like that. So um, if we could. Um, you know, we'll have everything ready to go, and then you know the players that go to the to the World Cup, they'll go to the World Cup, and then based on I think the RLPA, there's some players get nine weeks, some players get seven weeks, some players get five weeks. But for me personally, you know, about um, you know about three or four weeks off, and then uh, back into it. Well, Justin, no, uh, despite being a tough season, you've always been available to us, which we are so grateful for. Uh, can only wish you uh, all the best for tomorrow's game. Let's hope you finish on a, a really good note and uh, enjoy that break if you get a chance to. Thanks so much for your time. Yeah, good work, Smitty. Appreciate it very much. And uh, I might catch you for a beer in the off-season if I get a chance to, mate. What do you reckon? That would be lovely. That would be lovely. And it would be more than one of those as well. More, more than one of those. <laughs> Cheers, mate. mate. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.